What's up, ditch the job listeners, Mark DeBerry, the podcasting coach here, helping people to launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts. And one of the things about having a job is that you get exposed to a lot of different relationships. And some of those relationships can be uh, negative, they could be toxic, and that's part of the reason why people want to ditch their jobs. But part of that journey is freeing yourself from all these different relationships that feel toxic, that feel like you're going crazy uh, by holding on to these relationships. This could be with coworkers, this could be with friends, this could be with a whole bunch of different group of people. So we're going to talk about how do we free ourselves from these bad relationships that are holding us back. Our guest who joins us for this episode of Ditch the Job, she is the relationship help doctor who provides urgent and ongoing care for relationships in crisis. Her mission is to provide insights, information, and inspiration for clients and audiences so they can transform the relationship they have with themselves and with other humans to be honest, respectful, and safe in all ways. She is the author of 16 books, including Escaping the Hijackal Trap and Stop. That's crazy, Make. She also hosts two podcasts, Emotional Savvy and Save Your Sanity. And her YouTube channel for Relationship Helps has reached over 290,000 views. So our guest who joins us for this episode of Dish the Job is none other than Dr. Roberta Shaler. Dr. Roberta, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Mark. I've been looking forward to this. I'm happy, Roberta, to have you on Ditch the Job. And I mean, relationships are a big part of how long it takes for us to ditch the job, how we feel before and during that transition. So the relationships we have are really important and there are some bad ones that we have in our lives. So I'm wondering if you could share with us, first off, how do we get better at identifying what the bad relationships are and then what do we do about it? Okay, sure. The most important thing that we have is the relationship with ourselves. So we have to start there to see how am I feeling about myself? Do I have a chip on my shoulder? Am I a people pleaser? Am I too easy to get along with? Uh, uh, do I have boundaries? Do I understand what assertiveness is? And I'm happy to give you my definition, Mark. And <clears throat> look at yourself first, because when we're always looking at other people, then we think it's their fault. But we want to look at our part in it first, and especially in the workplace, because their people don't have a vested interest in having gotten to know you for a while, been related to you, uh, other kinds of relationships. We just pop in, got to do a job, and there you find yourself with that person in the next cubicle or next desk. So we don't have that opportunity. So it's important to start with yourself. And then when you look at that and you feel like I'm a pretty reasonable human, I've got that together, then you can look at other people and say, okay, what is it really that's going on here? So you asked about being able to recognize, you know, I, I coined this term hijackles because too many people were going to the internet, putting in what was wrong with they thought with the person. And then they were thinking that the internet was a medical professional, a mental health professional. And so they spit back a psychological diagnosis and that's not helpful. What's helpful is to be able to identify the patterns, traits, and cycles that you're seeing and how they're affecting you. You don't need a psychological diagnosis. And believe me, hijackals are not going to go and get one. So it's not going to help either of you. 
But if you're with somebody who always has to have the last word, they always have to win, they make everything your fault, they're really low on empathy. It's all about me.com. How everything is talked about is how it affects the speaker. And they take credit for things in the workplace. They know very well that you did it, but they take credit for it. They ignore you. They fail to send you messages of meetings. They cut you out of things. Oh, so many things. And these are the ways that when you start adding them up, you find out you're with a toxic person. And it is little things that do add up. Uh, sometimes we could just give people benefit of doubt and not see it. Other times there are people who see it, but then they don't do anything with it or they just become indifferent or they just don't care. Uh, some of that could be that, you know, you want to ditch your job and you're just more focused on getting out and fixing the workplace culture. But I think part of that goes back to what Roberta said earlier, which is the relationship with ourselves. Like, uh, if we don't care about ourselves, then we won't care about how others treat us. So I think regardless of where you are in your ditch to job cycle, that relationship with yourself is so important. I'm wondering, Roberta, like, what's your advice on how do we get to know ourselves on a deeper level and be able to better our relationship that we have with ourselves? Well, first of all, spend some time with yourself. You know, Mark, you were and I were chatting before the show and you were talking about your running and how you found it to be a moving meditation. Well, <clears throat> many people will not sit down and as I say, sit down, fall silent and listen because they're petrified who they're going to meet if they do that. <laughs> they're going to see themselves and they're, they don't want that. They're just going to be really, really busy. And we live in a culture that says be more, do more, have more, repeat, right? So that will keep you very, very busy. So the first thing is to spend some time with yourself, some quiet time with yourself. What am I thinking about that? What am I feeling about that? What do I need? What do I And start getting intimately acquainted with yourself, your emotional needs and, and the way that you have a view of the world. You know, <clears throat> when um, Charles and I wrote Soul Solitude, um, taking time for our souls to catch up, we said this, you know, you have to realize you're living a myth, a story, you have to know the story you're living. Then you have to choose the story you want to live and live the story you choose. But you can't do any of that if you're running as fast as you can trying to make somebody else happy. So that's where it begins with being willing to sit down for 20 minutes and just say, let me think for a minute. What do I really believe about myself? What do I believe about relationships? What do I believe about the way the world works? Where are the shoulds that are in my life? Do I want them anymore? You know, so many times I have clients all over the world because I work through video conferencing. It doesn't matter where they come from. They have not stopped and had a look to say, here's the life that I was raised to live. Do I want that one? Or do I want to be different? Mm. And that space between those two things is getting help and sitting quietly. You know, you can't do the work yourself nearly as easily as if you work with someone who looks at you objectively, and then you can sit and be in that more subjective place. And that can help you a lot. But if you're doing it on your own, 
and you're going to have to spend time. And I always encourage people to actually grab some kind of tool to keep a journal. Just little notes to yourself. Nobody's ever going to see it. But here's what I'm thinking about today. Hey, I woke up and found that I wasn't feeling all that wonderful about the world. What's that about? And just try to investigate a little bit and get to know yourself. And then say, is that okay with me? Would I like it to be different? If it's okay, I'll keep it. If it's not okay, where'd I get it? And would I like to give it back? <laughs> or would I like to replace it? And that's how you come about knowing yourself. Wow. I mean, I do feel like if you do sit like, like being a podcaster, I'm able to ask so many other people, so many questions. But uh, when you do have those conversations with yourself and you do ask questions, Roberta mentioned our pre-conversation, how I mentioned running is like a moving meditation. When you do ask yourself those questions, it's like you get out of just gr like grinding's good. Grinding like, you know, it helps you get your goals and stuff. But if you just keep grinding and you don't think about, you know, is this the path that I truly want to take? Then you get that self-discovery and you, this is why you have people who want to ditch their jobs because they're like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I'm making money. I've got this big house, but I feel so unfulfilled with the work that I'm doing. And that's how you get people who want to ditch their jobs. And uh, you can have this 20 minute with mm -hmm. yourself and be transformed. The only problem is that you're done with the 20 minutes. You feel super transformed. You go back to work the next day and then some people lose it. So when you do have that 20 minutes of transformation, how do we keep that feeling? Well, you do it again tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's a kind of meditation in the fact that you are just being introspective. You're being self-reflective and you're allowed to do that. Let me give every single listener permission to do that. You're allowed to find out who you are and to find out that maybe you got a few things from the folks that you don't want to keep. You know, that's okay for them. Doesn't suit me. Every time we talk about that, every time that comes up in conversation or at a celebration or whatever, I don't like that. And so, I'm uncomfortable with that enough to say, what's making me uncomfortable and what would I prefer? And then learn that you're allowed to take up space and draw breath in this world. That's a right that you have. And when you accord yourself that right, here's my definition of assertiveness. Because we don't want to be aggressive. We want to be assertive. <clears throat> so when you have that right to take up space and draw breath, then you have the right and you recognize the right to say what you think, feel, need, and want as long as you do not mention another human by name or pronoun. So if I am just speaking from within me, you know, maybe you've had an altercation with somebody or something not going very well in a conversation, instead of saying, or being disrespectful, start to learn to say, I'm feeling disrespected right now because you're identifying what's going on in here. Another book that I wrote, Kaizen for Couples, has all this in it, whether you're in a couple or not, it's good things. Because I developed this formula called the Personal Weather Report. And that's what I'm talking about, that you have the right to offer a personal weather report in any situation, as long as you do not mention another person by name or pronoun. So when you can relax into that, it's not as easy as it sounds, but when you can relax into that, 
and you know that, no, I can just deliver what's, on, what's going on for me, right? I can honestly sit for a minute, figure out what's going on for me. I can put that on the table and see if anybody picks it up or cares to see if there's any dialogue or if it falls flat. And then you just observe what happened. <clears throat> Maybe you have a question, but you don't push the river. You just say, oh, look at that. That person is not in any way interested in what I just said. Or maybe they're fearful to pick that up and they've immediately changed the subject. And you start to observe your relationships as you're observing yourself. And that's where you find that personal power. You're great if you know yourself, but if you're running on some other programming that somebody gave you, you're reading from some script that doesn't feel authentic, first step is to change it. Otherwise, you won't know if you want to ditch the job. <laughs> And I mean, a lot of this is, it's a battle between internal and external. You've got your internal thoughts, what you want to do. And then you've got the external, like that coworker, like, you know, the world telling you to do this instead of, uh, you know, what you really want to do. So uh, it's interesting how Roberto said, instead of like, you know, he disrespected me. It's like, no, I feel disrespected because then you give yourself more control over the situation instead of letting someone like, you know, disrespect, he's like, I feel disrespected. So how can I like change my mindset around that? And I mean, I really think this internal externals, what a lot of this is about. And just to further expand, Roberta mentions, you know, you got to do this every day. This isn't just some like, you know, meditation. This is like cleaning of the mind. And if you want to clean your body, no one does it like, once every six months like that's not a thing with cleaning and bath and shower <laughs> no one does that that's like england hundreds of years ago like they the history but anyway uh what i'm trying to say is that you have to be cleaning your mind every day through that self-reflection and i'm wondering how do we turn that into a habit uh where we're doing it every day instead of like once in a blue moon well, first of all, you have to know you deserve it. You know, it's a startling thought when you think about, you know, someone says, well, exercise, right? And they say, oh, I don't have time for that. And then you have this startling thought. Let's see, a half hour of good exercise is one forty-eighth of a day. <laughs> so 20 minutes is even less than that. Don't you deserve to get acquainted with yourself to create the life you want on 20 minutes a day or 18 minutes a day or four hours a day. Do whatever it feels comfortable to you. Maybe in the beginning you only sit there for five minutes, but come to that sense of, let me just have a little thought about me and how I'm feeling about myself and the world and my place in it and what I, I would like to change what I would like to release keep a little journal about that and then know that that's your special time your sacred time every day that's just for you because there's nobody else in there or <laughs> in here right they may be clamoring to get in as you said Mark but they're not in there in that time period so just get yourself a nice cup of tea and sit down and just have a little time with yourself on a regular basis. Because if you don't have 20 minutes a day to give yourself, you got a problem already. 
Yeah. You're running on somebody else's timeline, not yours. I love that because 20 minutes, like there's going to be a lot of things like, you know, 20 minutes a day of exercise this is going to happen to you. 20 minutes of like meditation, this is going to happen to you. It's only 20 minutes to like grow your social media. So like, you know, there's a lot of things that you could say is only 20 minutes, but this is the thing that allows you to figure out, okay, 20 minutes to do this. What am I doing with the rest of like the 23 hours and 40 minutes? Is that really in line with the different stuff that I'm doing? Now, I do want to go back because Roberta said, one of the things she said, like I could do it for 20 minutes. Like that's more through the run. Like I don't actually sit down and do it, but I could do it. Um, but there are some people who they will like do that and they will be afraid of who comes out, who they see in their heads. So for those people, how do we get better at, building that relationship with ourselves and being able to go in there and ask ourselves some of the harder questions? Well, that's a good question, Mark, because sometimes you're going to sit and there are going to be gremlins. They just are. I mean, it's, you're going to get a feeling and it's going to be, I feel dissatisfied. I, you know, I feel a little bit angry. I feel upset. And you check in with your feelings and you go, oh, I, I think I better go and sweep the garage. You know, And that's the that you want but just teach yourself to say you know nothing terrible is going to happen if i have a feeling and i spend a little bit of time investigating and ask myself when did it start do i recall it happening previously do i know what kicked it off or triggered it is there truth in what i'm feeling or did i make an assumption or make it up or is it coming from my past that other people did that and it meant this and now i've attributed that to the situation at work you know i wrote a book called wrestling rhinos conquering conflict in the wilds of work and on the back of the book it says if you would rather take a sick day than see the person in the cubicle next to you you got work to do <laughs> and so it's, it's really important because another piece of this, Mark, is that many people do not have fully functioning and maybe even adequate communication and conflict management skills. So the whole interactive process scares them a little. So you may need to shore up your skills, too. Maybe you don't have good boundaries. Maybe you don't know how to do what I said earlier about be assertive. Maybe you're overly concerned with what other people think and feel. Maybe you're concerned that you don't know how to say it in a way. You know, there was a quote that I found about 30 years ago, and I just love it still. And it said, the genius of good communication is to be totally kind and totally honest at the same time. Mm. Now there's a goal, right? To be, even get to the place where you have the skill to be totally kind and totally honest at the same time. And that's the worthy, because sometimes we're so fearful of not agreeing that we blurt and then we hurt and then we run away and we think we've destroyed something. So if you can learn some skills and become able to deliver something in that personal weather report way that I was telling you in Kaizen for Couples, that is completely you talking about yourself. You're not talking about anybody else. Yeah, sure, there's going to be people who are going to, going to take it as blame anyway. 
that's good information for you to have. You're dealing with a person who is maybe a little lacking in emotional maturity. And then you have to say, no, I'm just giving you some feedback about what's going on inside of me so that we can have a conversation. Maybe you'd like to share what's going on inside of you. And you can welcome those conversations. But there are going to be toxic people, Mark, in the workplace. They have to earn a living too. And they are very, very difficult. And those are the people that I call hijackals. And I trademarked that term, as I said earlier, so that we'd have something to use that wasn't a psychological name. And the definition of a hijackal is a person who hijacks a relationship for their own purposes and then relentlessly scavenges it for power, status, and control. Now, if you just went, oh, I know one of those, you probably do because everybody knows one and maybe even two or three. And unfortunately, we're actually growing more of them in our world. So that's when you really realize that you need to be able to calibrate what's going on in the relationship, know yourself, calibrate what's going on, know what you'd like to bring to that relationship, and then know when that relationship cannot go anywhere else good. And then you have to make decisions. And sometimes that the job. Sometimes it means asking for a lateral move. Sometimes it means becoming an accidental entrepreneur because I'm out of here. You have a bad day and like, oh, now I'm an entrepreneur. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons people end up ditching their jobs. And I feel like hijackals, as Dr. Roberta uh, refers to them, and that is the term she has trademarked. Like you have people who will, they just rather abuse a relationship for their own personal gain. And those could, those are a lot of cases. Those are the kinds of people, the kinds of cultures that make people think I got to get out of my job. Now um, it's interesting how uh, Roberta, she isn't just saying ditch your job. Like this show is about ditching your job. You're in the right place if you want to ditch your job. But what if you could look for a solution where like you move to like a different division, you're not with those same people on, or you come in less, you're able to free, like work at home for a little bit, look for some kind of solution like that in the meantime, and not just like, I got to keep going to this atmosphere and like, only when I'm ready to get out, do I get out, like try and find ways to make it work and try and find ways to make things a little bit better before you make that move to ditch your job. And I think that will also help you get in a better culture, get in a better environment where you can actually put in that work to leave the job behind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, educate yourself. Like you said earlier, I have two podcasts. Find out, you know, listen to the podcast. I have a free ebook for everyone. Just go to hijackles.com and it's called How to Spot a Hijackle. And you spell that hijack, A-L-S.com. Um, so you need to know if you're with one. I mean, everybody's somebody's idea of a difficult person one day, but it's, it's so frequent that it becomes toxic that you need to understand it's time to do something. And you have to educate yourself so that you can calibrate that. And yes, become aware that your level of stress is going up. Maybe you're getting anxiety. Maybe you don't want to go to work and face that person in the next cubicle. Um, 
but see if you can equip yourself and grow as a result of the experience by getting some education learning a few things getting a little better conflict and and communication strategies try a few things out see how they work as you learn them you'll be surprised how you can expand your toolkit and um, feel much more confident as you do so and I, I think like listening to podcasts and learning in all these different ways is really one of the best ways to continue to grow, continue to learn more about yourself. It's one of the reasons I love doing podcasts. Uh, Roberta loves doing podcasts too. She's got two of them, which will be in the show notes. Anything that we mentioned will be in the show notes, but is there anything else you want to uh, let us know about so we can continue following you on your journey? Well, I think the important thing is if you want to follow me, go to transformingrelationship.com. But I just want to leave people with this thought, Mark, that Sometimes we just don't trust ourselves in this regard. And so here's the thing. My formula is ABB. When you're looking at another human, ABB, always believe behavior. When the words don't match the behavior, believe the behavior. Our behavior is our belief, in my opinion. You know, people will say all kinds of things, but it's what they do. So separate out the words and behavior. When they're aligned, you go, woohoo, this is great. And when they're not aligned, believe the behavior. Because people will try it, particularly if they're toxic, they will try to make everything your fault. You would be blamed for everything, including the IRS and the weather. And you have to recognize that, that, hey, that's not my fault. And I'm going to set a boundary here. No, you know, don't pin that one on me. I, I believe that that is not my behavior. And again, you use the personal weather report to be able to communicate. Say, actually, that's not how I see it. That's not what I believe. That's not my thoughts on the matter. That's not what I remember. Because toxic people like to gaslight you. They like to define your reality for you and tell you what you think, feel, need, and want. You have to be willing to step up and say, actually, that's not accurate. What I think, feel, need, and want is this. In a sea of gems that believe in behavior is truly the icing on the cake. Transformingrelationship.com will be in the show notes along with everything else that was mentioned. Roberto, I want to thank you so much for coming on Ditch the Job. It was such a pleasure having you on the show. Oh, it was my pleasure entirely, Mark. I love what you're doing.